Ooh. Uh, okay. So you want me to hold this? You said what? You want me to hold this? Yeah. Okay, bet. All right. So how you feel? I feel great. You feel? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, like I said, I opened up a certain way, so I'm going to go ahead and knock that out. Okay. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Highlight Reel. As you can see, I have a special guest today. So I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Go ahead. Okay. Um, hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name is Brianna Keys. Yeah. I am currently a senior at Kent State University, graduating okay. in May. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, I'm from Pittsburgh, PA. Not okay. originally, though. I'm originally from Tennessee. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm a fashion major. And I do a lot. Do a lot. Campus. Yeah, we go. In general, so we're gonna get into that. We definitely gonna get into that. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and first start off with you. Okay, so let's like talk about where you from first, because we was talking about this whole area code thing. Yeah. So where are you from, and like how you just how do you describe that to people? And yeah, let's start. Okay, there. so my area code is seven three one, and that's from Tennessee. So I was born in Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, Stayed there for maybe three, four years. Okay. Then I moved to Pittsburgh um, for about four years uh-huh. <laughs> and then came back to Tennessee um, just because my dad's job and my mom, like, we move around a lot. So I was always moving, but really it was just back and forth from Pittsburgh to Tennessee. Okay. Um, so currently... <laughs> my parents live in Pittsburgh yeah so to make it easier I just tell people like off bat like oh I'm from Pittsburgh but Pittsburgh oh my god I know I quit, <laughs> but I like yeah. um I really do like have southern roots like my mm-hmm. mom's from Atlanta um I don't know if this is really the south but my dad's from St. Louis okay so um I've always just you know been acclimated to like southern mentality like southern hospitality and like oh. just how like treat people like because it's definitely different from being up here in ohio explain that like we just rude up here not rude but uh-huh. like ooh, i don't know how to explain it it's very like different like i'll um oh when it comes like opening the door for somebody mm. um just nice gestures or like saying oh if you need anything let me know like coming into my house and certain things like that like yeah <laughs> y'all don't necessarily do that here y'all don't y'all oh, don't you like, said we so, okay it's okay. really weird like y'all don't y'all <laughs> okay continue nah y'all don't like the hospitality is so much different like niggas do not care <laughs> okay <laughs> okay alright um cause I wanted to like go from there because we are at Kent State University this is where I used to go to college and this is where she is currently a senior in college oh my gosh makes me feel old all right but I wanted to basically talk about what called you to come to Mm. Kent State called is such a great word yeah (laughs) basically so Kent was not on my list at all Mm -hmm. like initially I was um, looking to go places like New York and L.A. Um, yeah, it was really like New York, L.A., um, just because of fashion. I initially wanted to do fashion design, so mm-hmm. those were like the two places that were like. And even um, Savannah, Georgia, mm-hmm. SCAD is like oh, a really big um, 
college that spend a college art and design. Like really big college for yeah. Kent and a lot or for Kent for design. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um their alumni is like really successful in the fashion industry now. Okay. So I was like, Oh yeah, I gotta go, I gotta go, I got accepted and I was like, Okay, I'm going to Georgia, like it's yeah. up. And um it ended up being very expensive. Oh. Okay. And like it was a strictly like art school okay. so i wouldn't be getting like the full college experience going to, like football games greek life stuff like that and that was something i knew i wanted to like enjoy and have in college because that's mm. what you know my parents explained like a lot of those memories you make is like mm. those types of things so i was like okay this might not be for me and this okay. is far from home and um savannah yeah. was far from home savannah georgia is like three hours from Atlanta okay and that's where my mom's family is so I'm like okay three hour drive is like it's not terrible I'm gonna say because you are in northern Ohio yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's not terrible but mm. it's not ideal and Kent is only an hour and a half away from Pittsburgh yep there it so, is I'm about to say I'm about to get back into Pittsburgh so that makes sense convenient. Okay. super convenient super convenient because I was um because it's like it's funny that we were talking about the culture of what being up north is like as you were saying mm-hmm. and then you decide to come to school out here yeah. so it's like all you're gonna be around is that <laughs> essentially so i was like what made you decide that of course the the kent fashion program it's is extremely top tier mm-hmm. so i can see that but i was wondering if any of the culture around it is what kind of maybe was drawing you toward coming mm-hmm. out here or to kind of pull, repelling you from coming here yeah so i knew like two people in my like uh like community like back home that yeah. went to Kent for fashion. Okay. And um they were explaining to me how great the program was and like they have they were like really involved in the industry at the time. So I was like, okay. I did my research and Kent ended up being like somewhere I'm like, hmm I could make some shake here. I really could. So okay. Cause you, yeah you have yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have. You yeah, have. so um I was like, okay, let's just give this a shot. Okay. And I ended up coming and like coming to like DKS mm-hmm. and like KT. I was like, okay, I actually think I could really fit in here. Like, okay, this is this feels good. That's good. So, so would you say that those are that the, both of those programs are essentially what really made you feel like, yeah, I would feel like I could find my place here. Mm-hmm, okay. For sure, because like I feel like in anything that you do, like having a mentor or just anybody, somebody that um you can really look up to and like has been through the experiences that you've been through yeah really helps and like making you not only feel comfortable mm. but knowing that you know you there are ways to you know maneuver through okay um because i think it's funny we met i don't think we met no i think we did meet at dks maybe no i definitely met you during kt <laughs> for yeah, sure for yeah. sure um i would definitely agree with you on that because those were two of the programs like i did one pro one program prior to those mm-hmm. but those were two of the programs that had me thinking like okay i can definitely do this because i mean to be honest i was like kent ohio where even is that yeah like where, i was like where is, is that, that? <laughs> i would always hear it's in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. all that stuff but then all of the basically all the programs that i knew of that were catered towards students of color i was like oh this is top tier i don't know mm-hmm. too many programs that have these kind of things right, so right. i definitely think that um i can definitely agree with you on how important those are as far as my decision as well yeah. as far as coming here so what what have you been so how how would you describe your college experience so far I t- <laughs> my college experience has been 
It's been very interesting. Like, mm. I, I don't know how to say that. It's been great. Okay. I've learned a lot. I have, but um, I went to, came to school pre-pandemic. Mm. Went through the pandemic. <laughs> came back oh, after the pandemic. Yeah. So yeah. it's been like a really weird, like maneuvering through mm. um, different areas of life. And I feel like that's just like, in a way, universal when it comes to people that go to college. Like, you find your way through life and school, all that. But just like going through something like so life altering yeah. as like the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It has been different. It's been different, but a good different. A good different how? Because, I mean, I was in it too. Right, right. But it was at the tail end. And I'm like, I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's better to be at the tail end, the mm-hmm. middle, the beginning, because it throws it throws something off. Period. It's gonna throw right, right, right. one of those years off. If it's the end, you don't get the end how you want it. Right. If, you, if it's the beginning, you didn't get start. If it's the middle, it's like, well, so much I could have done in there. Right. So it's like, how how would you say that experience has kind of transformed your experience? Mm-hmm. Like the the pandemic, as far as being a student before right. it and after it. And, like, because it was essentially in the middle for you. It was. Yeah, so, like, how has that kind of transformed your experience in college? I think it's been, like, really, like, um, beneficial to me because I know how things were beforehand, but also how things are shifted afterwards. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's kind of like a life lesson of, I don't know, like, everything happens for a reason everything isn't what it seems Mm -hmm. and things do change consistently so like adapting to change that really helped um Mm. in my college experience that's Um, interesting yeah because some people really really i would say that's a very optimistic spin on it yeah for sure which is good which is good that kind of that's just my nature yeah Yeah, because for me i was like at the end (laughs) i'm a senior (laughs) like bro i am a senior you telling me I can't get my last year? Because I would always look at my other peers and my other classmates thinking, imagine if somebody would have told us in 2017 <laughs> that our senior year we wouldn't really get a regular one. Would you even believe that? Does that even sound right? right. And for us to go through it, it does show how you can adapt and things like that. But uh, it was bittersweet, mm-hmm. maybe more so on the bitter <laughs> side, but it was it was kind of rough. So mm-hmm. I wanted to ask about that because this is something that people are going to be dealing with for a little minute, especially if you were in, in college anywhere between 2019 to 2021. Mm-hmm. I feel like people yeah. will start to maybe feel the difference. Very like much. If, if you go to college in 2023, like starting into college, you won't have to really feel that same effect yeah. whereas they'll have something else they might have to deal with but mm-hmm. a pandemic that was <laughs> like changed how the world was in right. my eyes so yeah i wanted to see how that kind of changed your experience but um so how has the fashion program mm-hmm. specifically been for you because of like how hard it is how hard we know it is because yeah. it's top five last time i checked it is still so top it's like five. yeah what's that been um, like the fashion program here is intense Mm-hmm. But um, I'd say Kent does a really good job of preparing us for real industry, like um, not even obstacles, but like just yeah, like obstacles for mm-hmm. for like um, I'd say that the school is like the fashion school in itself. They teach us a lot of things that currently go on in the industry, which I really like. Um, mm. certain, certain things can feel a little outdated, but like I know from my experience, 
um, mainly my, my junior year classes is when I really delve into like merchandising and what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, just from a fashion perspective and taking that into like my corporate internships and like potential corporate jobs. Like I'm like, oh, this is real life. Yeah. Like, this is actually what we do. Yeah. So like, um, I definitely appreciate the like pushing and like the intensity of the program because it really does prepare you for like real world type mm. stuff. Mm. Cause I studied communication. Um, I'm not saying that that is easy. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. But um, I don't think it was as rigorous. I feel like I know like here. I think in college, at least here, the fashion school very rigorous. I know mm-hmm. if you study architecture, that's pretty rigorous. Mm-hmm. Interior design, those kind of things. Uh, maybe like computer science, software engineering, things like that. Engineering period. Mm-hmm. Those are some very rigorous programs. So to hear somebody that is at the tail end of that experience that also went through a pandemic mm-hmm. and it was in a very like I said rigorous program to begin with and to have something like that added on top of it mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to see what your perspective of that is because yeah. I can see how those could be reasons and excuses to like quit right, and to stop right. but for you to continue to go through it it's <laughs> like that's a that's a big thing that's a yeah. big thing so what has been like your favorite experience as far as being in the pro- fashion program like anything where you've mm-hmm. gotten a like yeah. My favorite experience, I would say, was um, studying abroad. I studied abroad in L.A. for yeah. a week. Yeah. A lot oh. of people don't know that. Like, you could study abroad over the summer for a short amount of time and still get the same credit as you do if you go for a whole semester. So. Major life hack. <laughs> but, okay, so, like, when you have a whole semester, mm-hmm. I would think you have more time to do the work. So Not in a week, how would that go? It's so like you get there, hello, hello, here's your first project due tomorrow, second project due to that. It wasn't <laughs> like, even like that. It was mainly like um, we toured the city, but also got to have one-on-one like sessions with um, people that are in the industry and like go to different warehouses, um, connect with them, network with them. And... Mm. Um, Mm. Got a lot of great resources mm. too, cause they would, they gave us you know little complimentary free stuff and like you know all those souvenirs and stuff. But like we got to literally have time with them, sit down with them, pick their brain, which is something you don't really get to do, cause these people are busy. Like mm-hmm. they're always traveling. They don't necessarily have time. Like they have projects and people and deadlines that they need to meet. Yeah. Um. So, and at the end we really just did like a big paper and because like you know we're merch well i'm merch so i'm not necessarily designing all the time it depends on your minor but i'm not necessarily designing all the time um i'm doing the business stuff and like the visual more mm. visual like yeah on the screen type things so oh oh okay yeah. mm. picking picking people's brains and asking them how they navigated through literally everything Mm. (laughs) and like some some a lot of people don't know this but a lot of designers and like people in the fashion industry did not go to school for fashion (laughs) they were probably like business majors or like yeah something in a completely different realm than fashion but they just translated their skills that they learned to fashion so because maybe you could say this about anything but are you saying like with fashion if you kind of have the passion and the drive for it, that's really what's going to determine. It's not necessarily like the skills, of course, help, mm-hmm. but if you have the passion, the drive for it, you'll 
accrue mm-hmm. and like attain those skills. Because you're all, you should be always willing to learn, and that's one thing. Like within fashion, you should always be willing to learn and have an open mind to different things. Um, yeah, mm. it's literally always something new every day. Like no day is the same, ever. Really? Mm-hmm. So is that fun or is that like it can be really nerve wracking? But it honestly, if you have the right mindset and intentions behind like what you want to do then you're gonna enjoy it hmm because oh boy that's like (laughs) just coming to kent and hearing about the fashion program and how um how prominent and how like well known it was i I tend to be worried about Mm -hmm. my friends that are in fashion i'm like okay you are stressed all the time but then i feel like i've seen some of the coolest projects come from the fashion school because we have, you know, we have different fashion shows from mm. different orgs. Like, it's, right. I see how it's kind of ingrained in so many of the different orgs because there are so many students that are studying fashion but are in fashion design or fashion merchandising but mm. are in different organizations, like student orgs, and that'll come through in a fashion show or something like that. And yeah. I think that's really cool. So, um, so you were talking about the visual part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I feel like you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. So, you recently started a magazine yeah, I did. called The Elements. The Elements. <laughs> what is that? Mm-hmm. And why? What led you to create it? Okay. Yeah. So, no shade. You know, this is completely raw, transparent, real. Yeah. Um, Kent is still a PWI. You know, amongst all the things that we have, resources for people of color. It's not shade. Yeah. It's yeah. still a PWI. Yeah. So there are, you know, student publications on the campus that were fashion centered, but there was a white space um, for black creatives, in my opinion. And just from like talking to other people like within fashion majors or just like arts majors, period. Like that could be theater, um, visual communication design, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they felt like their stories weren't being shared and their experiences weren't being amplified. Mm. So I was like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, and I felt like the same way just from like being involved with the magazine on campus that um, was fashion based, but really mm. wasn't claiming to be, you know, what mm. they say they are. So <laughs> I um, was like, okay, let's you know, remix this. Let's see what we could do. Okay. And um, that led me to, like, just go to student media and be like, hey, I have an idea, and I would really like to see it come to fruition. And I came to them with research. I came to them mm. prepared because mm. it's like you can't just go into anything just like, hey, I just want to do this and let's just go. Like, you have to have some type of evidence behind why you think it's going to be successful. How can you plan this out? what do you think like the student body really needs so yeah thus we can so because <laughs> i'm thinking so because you just said research so I'm, i feel like the skills that you've gained in your program mm-hmm. is what prepared you to be able to do something like that yes wow because merchandising really does require a lot of research like just from like consumer trends and like how the mm. market works, yeah. how, um, all that stuff. And I'm a media minor, so I write all the time. Mm. <laughs> and that also requires a lot of research. So it's like you have to come with something that's like tangible mm. to them, especially to people like in like higher positions. They're gonna be like, 
Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have for me? <laughs> right. I need to see something. <clears throat> so were you yeah. were you scared to bring that to them? Oh yeah, I definitely was nervous because although I knew it was a great idea, ah, uh. they like I was still presenting this to a board of mm-hmm. white men mm-hmm. and women. Some there are a few people of color on the board, but yeah. um, it was still like the majority of people yeah. that did not look like me mm-hmm. and wouldn't necessarily understand from my perspective like what the student body needs as people of color so i was like okay we're just gonna go into this and do it um i always say be like nike and just do it mm. um respect <laughs> i like that because you just you really do just have to do it mm-hmm. so um yeah okay so so because i i would say when you first brought it out mm-hmm. it seemed like it was very well received because a yes. lot of people was like oh i think it's cool for when people create anything it's mm-hmm. like you had an idea, you decided to act on that mm-hmm. and to turn it into something. Right. So when I saw it, I was like, okay. Um, and I'm, I'm not throwing shade. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily understand the design of it, but I like it. <laughs> it's like, it just, it looks cool. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's silver, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it. like I said, I don't quite understand it, but mm-hmm. I also didn't create it. So right. what what is it, what chose, what did you... Like what led you to make the choices? Yeah, what led you to make those choices so, of what it looks like? I think, so me and my team, um, we're all very different, but we all kind of have, like, the same, like, fine-tuning when it comes to, like, fashion and what people are receiving now. Okay. So um, the whole aesthetic really is, like, a piece of me because I love, you know, like really edgy type things and like I was gonna comment on that at some point I was like yeah, I didn't I even keep that really bold like in anything that I do where um, even when it comes to like projects in school like I always put a little sprinkle of, of me so um, the silver the pink the really cool edgy vibes of it is really a reflection of like mm. me and like how I visualize things and what like is really popping in the industry right now. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Like the whole like grungy, not even grungy, like cool core vibe thing of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's I, where it came from. I just like, like you were saying earlier, you know, you're into visuals of things. Mm-hmm. So when I, to me, I think creating a magazine is actually really cool because it is a time piece mm-hmm. to me it's like a right. it's a it's like a time capsule in a way it's like when you look at this who was the you know the man the man on the beginning on the front page of men's <laughs> health or on the front page yeah. of gq right. this cover this month of this year it's like oh this was he was on the cover because of this mm-hmm. or it's, it's just like so many different things that inform what the cover might be or the information yeah. that is within that particular article mm-hmm. or within that uh, particular magazine issue so I thought that was really cool. So uh, so you started that, what was that, last semester? Yes. Okay. I started planning for this last semester, so in the fall. Okay. Um, it didn't really come to fruition until now. Okay. Um, just because, like I, I said this on camera, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the element is essentially a rebrand of Uhuru. Okay. Um, that all started because when I wanted to, when I came to them with the idea, they were like, oh, honestly, this is great. We love it. And we want to help you, but creating a brand new publication is going to take some time, like a long time. And I'm like, well, not to be, you know, difficult, but I don't have time. I'm about to graduate. 
So yeah, so let me backtrack yeah. real quick because Uhuru is essentially. Um, for those listening and watching, Uhuru is a magazine that was on campus that was essentially um, centered around black students on campus, whether like different interests, whether you were like mm-hmm. into studying film, doing something with music or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just different things around us and things like within the black community that would even be in pop culture, yes. media, different things like that. So, because I was going to ask you, like you said, it's like a rebrand of that. Mm-hmm. So then you bring the element and then you're about to graduate. So mm-hmm. I wanted to ask what what have you been thinking or what have you been planning to kind of do with that after you leave because mm-hmm. i'm sure it feels very you know gratifying to start something like that but then to start it and then you leave yeah. it's like that can be a daunting like feeling because it's mm-hmm. like all right this is my baby right, so it is. we create it, really it is. <laughs> and then you leave it like that's that, yeah. that would feel wild so what what is your idea for what is going to be next for that even when you're maybe not in school? So I was really strategic in planning, like, the legacy of the element because um, the team that I have now, they're all, like, underclassmen. Yeah. So I knew they would be able to carry this on and had enough drive and passion to still want to do it and carry this on after I left and put my trust in them to do that. But also, I still, um, you know, have a creative hand and am able to have a creative hand in you know, the content and everything now to, like, set that foundation of, like, okay, so this is, like, who we are, you know, this is what we do, and I'm not afraid of, like, y'all pushing boundaries and anything, like, that's cool, that's fun, that's what, you know, the media is essentially for, but this is, like, our true, like, core, and so, Mm -hmm. like, after graduation, I do plan on, you know, Oh, this is getting into a whole other topic, too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, <laughs> continuing something along the lines of a blog or just, like, within my content, like, as, like, a fashion influencer and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, we'll segue. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, the element will always be, like, mine. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was meant for the community uh, else, so uh, that sounds bittersweet yeah it, it is it really <laughs> is because like like i said i was i was planning for all of this like literally at like the middle slash beginning of fall semester okay so um it i always knew like it was coming yeah and it was like gonna be a thing and it ended up happening later than i expected but, but still it's here yeah cause so. once you put it out i felt like you got a lot of um like i said it was well received a lot of people were sharing it i remember i shared it just mm-hmm. for the simple fact it's like you know we're friends and i right. think i know what it feels like and kind of what it takes to have an idea be terrified and scared of even trying to do something with it but doing something and then people are like oh i support i respect i love it i like it all those different things mm-hmm. so i was like I respect that and again I like magazines just in general because like they're they can be a timepiece and um I feel like I do like the magazines here because they're essentially student-led and student-made so it's like bro this is cool so to know it comes from you it's like all right when this comes out I'm gonna want to see what's going on with it Mm because then it also shows like the experience that you've had in the fashion school and like how creative Mm -hmm slash professional you can be in this one piece like that is so much that goes into it that's why i was like this is actually really cool that's something i really value too it's just like merging my creative side with my professional side because that's really what the fashion industry is like Mm -hmm. a lot of professional people who put out 
a piece of themselves and like their creativity and like let it be known yeah um but yeah even with like rebranding like it was really daunting at first because a lot of people thought i was completely just changing the whole thing like Mm. which i'm like no that's not necessarily what i'm doing um it's essentially still a voice for the people by the people yeah so it's just from a different you know because black people bring different elements exactly (laughs) we're not monolithic so oh good um, word good word yes yes um so it just um it really made sense to just like hey y'all i really want y'all to understand like uhuru is great it was great and like when i became editor because essentially i had to first become editor of uhuru um, mm. Yeah, because mm. I couldn't change anything if I was just in no type of position. So, um, boss. Yeah, boss it, took, it took a lot to get wow. to where we are. Oh, wow. But okay. um, I had to become editor of Uru, and by that time, Uru didn't have anybody. They they hadn't had an editor for months, mm-hmm. and like when I came in it seemed like the lens was kind of moving towards more political things going on. Mm-hmm. Granted, at that time there's a lot going on right now in yeah. our social climate as black people but um bars <laughs> right but um it kind of was like getting to the point where it's like this is kind of depressing like uh, let's amp it up a little oh, bit okay, let's okay. give it some Bring fun some, some color yeah yeah so um i was like all right this is great and nobody was on the board at the time so i'm like i'm really doing all this by myself mm. so Mm. That was a whole thing. Like, we have to change the narrative of we can't always, we always have to speak up for our people, like always. But yeah. there are different ways that we can still build community within ourselves before we go and push anything out there. Mm. So, yeah. That's, that's beautiful. I didn't, I didn't know about a lot of that. But that is, um, thank you for bringing mm. that, um, for um, creating that thing because like I like we were talking about earlier, I know that like the pandemic kind of obviously changed the world, mm-hmm. and then just seeing how like once you get later and later in your college years, like I was talking to one of my other friends, he was like, "Bro, this is senioritis, bro." It's I was ridiculous. Like, I'm like, senioritis in high school is one thing. Senioritis in college, when you gotta you have your own choice of whether you want to go to class or not. Oh my god, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so to, for you to create something like that for people to be able to carry on, mm-hmm. I wanted to say thank you. Um, and I'm very sure that other students that will go on to, you know, view the, uh, the magazine and mm-hmm. care to appreciate the magazine will also be thankful of, of that yes. as well. So I do want to talk about um, your feelings around graduation. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, what, like, how are you feeling in this current, because we're in the end of spring semester, essentially. So like, how are you feeling? What are you What are you scared of, really? What are you scared of? Um, full transparency. Yeah. I am scared of having to um go back to Pittsburgh and like not having anything going because the job search is really <clears throat> crazy mm-hmm. right now, yeah. especially for like people in my major is super competitive. Oh man. So um, right now I'm in a season of waiting and just waiting to hear back from people waiting to see if this is going to come through waiting to see if i'm going to be moving if i'm going to be doing this and so it's really nerve-wracking yeah really nerve-wracking because it's like okay i know i'm gonna get my degree that's yeah. not a question like yeah. we're we're good it's like what's next after that but yeah like the yeah. what's next is really 
crazy because it's like you want to stay present you want to yes. like enjoy yes. this time yada 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 <laughs> but like, <laughs> no I, I feel you because yeah i'm i'm one of those people where it's like sometimes people kind of have to remind me of what i've done because mm-hmm. usually i'm like i'm setting out to do this and i'm like let's say i do it right it's done mm-hmm. so now it's like oh you should be proud of it. it's like it's like yeah, yeah, but I said that was going to happen. Right, like, you know what right. I mean? Now that's you speaking it and, you know, trying to make it happen and right. speak positively over yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, I said that was going to happen. Now what? Because right. now I have to make something else happen. It's like, yes, this happened, but life don't just stop. So I understand it may be hard to be present, it but is. I would definitely still um, encourage you to try and stay present in the moment because I... It sucks to even say this. I am about to be two years removed from college, (laughs) which is insane. Okay. (laughs) That's quite insane. Um, And I think one thing, because, like, me being back on campus and just me walking around like I was earlier and everything, it is just nostalgic being in this area. And I think one thing that one of the most prominent thoughts in my mind was, did I take this for granted? Like, I... I enjoyed college. I really did. I had a blast. I did a lot of stuff. I was mm-hmm. always in, involved with different things right. to make the most of it. And even with all of that, there are still times where I'm like, did I take that for granted mm-hmm. as much as I did? Mm-hmm. So just take these last few months in um, <laughs> because it's like when you are gone for a while, then you come back, you're like, man, I was here for four years, yeah. whatever those four years looked like. But this was a pivotal point in your life. So I think it's very important to just take heed to that and mm. to kind of hold the moment because when you're going, you're going to be on to the next thing. It's right. just going to be like the next thing, next thing. You'll have different worries. But right now it's like, because the adult thing, like you're a young <laughs> adult, of course, just as I am, but bro, yeah. you get up out of here. I'm not wishing this on you, but <laughs> life can smack you. Like <laughs> it's no joke. Yeah. It's no joke. So um, I understand that. Um, so you're nervous of like kind of looking ahead without mm-hmm. being present mm-hmm. okay and even just like once I get to where I'm at like this is a brand new chapter like yeah I've not experienced this before so it's like this is scary like going into the unknown it's very scary yeah. and I kind of like relate that back to um when I was in high school, like, going into college, like, like I, mm, this is going to be yeah. a different thing. Like, I don't know. Da, da, da. But you made it through. And did. It and made it through successfully. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I think that's just something that yeah. you can look back on and say, okay, I've, there was an experience that I didn't have before. And mm-hmm. then I went through and I did my thing. Mm-hmm. So still going to be some obstacles along the way. Right, right. As I'm sure there were in college. But you can still get it done. Right. And um, being present helps you to appreciate and to just, like, it kind of can relieve you of some stress. Mm. You'll be like, oh, I'm so worried, I'm so worried. It's like, I'm here. Right, I'm here. Mm, right, right. I'm supposed thing. to be, like, yeah. right now. And, like, I feel like another thing that kind of, like, made it kind of stressful was just, like, com- starting to compare your journey to other people's because, you know, we get all these different perspectives from, like, our parents and, like, other mm-hmm. family members and older friends that we have that have been through, you know, just getting pushed into the real world, adult life, yeah. a lot of other stuff. Um, and I think it's really important to not get so caught up on that because truly your experience is your experience. Yeah. But um, 
it can get really hard to not think like, oh, they had a job by this time and was moving into their new apartment, new house at this time, and I'm still over here and I don't got this going on, da da da. And it's like, whoa, yeah. take a step back, hold yeah, on. Yeah, for real, because <laughs> it's like, I'm, I kid you not, when I first left um, Kent, I moved to a different city I had never been in before. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like always on the go because I was trying to get something done. I'm trying to accomplish something. And then it was one of my cousins that would always be like, bro, take a second. Mm-hmm. Think about this. Remember when you was living with me and you said you're going to do this in a month? And then you did it in a month? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I know, but I said that like next. He was like, bro. <laughs> Take it in. Like, take it in, because some people will say that, and it never happens, or they don't. You know what I mean? It's just it's a very, it's just important to take the time to remember those moments, because they won't always be there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that can be another thing that encourages you to continue to move forward. It's like, all right, I was terrified at that time, and now here we are two years later, and I'm, right. I'm through it. So it just it helps to center you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, but, nonetheless, I'm excited because yeah. I know, like, I got, and I'm always talking about God, y'all. Of it's course, just me. absolutely. But um, I have that perspective of God's got me. He's continuing to like make things happen, yes, whether I see it or not. So, like, yes, I'm not necessarily completely worried about what's next because it's already there. It's already done, mm-hmm. and I just have to be obedient and just follow through what he says yes, and ma'am. i'll be good yes, it's, it's scary in the process but the process is very important to just like anything that you go through because that's how you learn things and when you learn things you apply things and <laughs> good point because <laughs> it, it keeps going because then it's like a like be a full circle moment in this mm-hmm. conversation because as we were saying as you were learning things i just thought it was cool that the things that you learned in your program are those same things that helped you to do something that you wanted to do and right. you felt was important. So it's like all those experiences come through for a reason. And it's funny because when you're in the middle of certain things, you're like, bro, this makes no sense. Why am I doing this? Why am it I doing doesn't. this? <laughs> and then when you're prepared, you're like, hold up. Why am I prepared? Because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's just sometimes it sucks. You got to go through it in the first place. Man. <laughs> but it's a part of the process. So, um, yeah, so what, what are you thinking? What should we expect to be seeing from you in the future? Like, what's, what's next? Near future? Later um, future? That's honestly something crazy that I've been really, like, digging into lately. Because yeah. I feel like I want to go to, like, so many different avenues. Um, but I do want to end up moving. I got, like, three cities that's been on my mind lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. I'm just playing. Um, but <laughs> no, but for two real, of those. For real. I can see two of those. Houston and Atlanta, definitely. Um, yep. Because I love Atlanta. Like, Atlanta is just somewhere that I could. Because I know how to. Been there so much. I know how to get around the city. Mm-hmm. So it's like I wouldn't be like alone either. Yeah. Um, but in Columbus, like I feel like everybody is moving to Columbus, and like a lot of my line sisters there. A lot Which of is crazy. Family friends is there, and it's like, oh, I kind of like it here. My two cents <laughs> on that is like, I think it's funny. I feel like a lot of people moved there after I left. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. Where was y'all at? Literally, literally. Where was y'all at? Oh man, but man, um, I I thank you for being <laughs> a guest. I do because um. I definitely was like, bro, Brianna would be a very interesting See? guest. Because, like, you being into fashion, I think that um, that's always really interesting because I know fashion is a very tough 
field and it's like very competitive as you were saying so actually i do want to touch on something because it is women's history month so (laughs) who are like some of the women in fashion that have Mm -hmm. inspired you to pursue your passion for fashion passion for fashion (laughs) women in fashion if you can't think of any no i no. i think um this is gonna sound really silly. Okay. Like really silly. But some women in fashion that really like influenced my journey from the time when I was like five, six were Bratz dolls, like like the personas uh. and characters that were the Bratz. So like they were always there, like different backgrounds, crazy, crazy different sense of fashion, like something unique, something cool that one branched off, made their own magazine continuously had different experiences in like different cities and all this other stuff and mm. really sold the dream of like not even sold the dream because that kind of sound has a negative connotation but like sold the fact that you can do anything you can be anything and you can still do that while still being individually you so wow. like that really like drove like oh my god i could do this like i could move to a different city i could start my own brand i could have my own magazine all this other stuff and like yeah. wow that's actually <laughs> <laughs> it sounds silly but it's no, really true that's actually really unique and it the more you were talking about it, i'm like hold up i can see it i can see it like i feel like i see it somewhat in your style mm-hmm. um and then i can i feel like in the element like some of that it's like really like me, y2k yeah. that whole little vibe <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That is definitely an answer I was not expecting, but that doesn't make it any less valid. Cause I feel Those like, four girls. <laughs> cause I do feel like um, some, like the style of some women, or I've seen some people's fashion sense and style mm-hmm. be like, how do I say this? It's not like I was a rats. I, I'm <laughs> not a, you know big into rats or nothing like that. But like you know you being the kid store can't not yeah. the candy store you be in the store looking at toys or whatever and i think from what i would see i could see how that either influenced people or how people maybe influence those but mm-hmm. i could just see the some of the relationship and the correlation in yeah. there so for you to say that i was like oh yeah i can see that always had their makeup done always had their hair done and that's just like how i am i always like to just like you know pop out a little song song yeah but um, yeah because i got a comment on these nails when we're trying them things you. crazy like the first time you held your hand up i was like Shout out to Mari Monet. She's an on-campus nail tech from the DMV. Raw. Love her. She's a sophomore, I think. So, like, she's, okay. she's great. Love her now. <laughs> yeah, quick plug, quick plug. Quick plug. But, um, yeah, that is, wow. Yeah. That's, them, I was not expecting you to say. Them and Serena Williams, to be honest. Like, um, Serena, even just from, like, an athlete's perspective, because I used to play tennis, too. Um, like, Serena, hmm. Serena made a lot of cool like chill type of designs with her clothing her clothing brand because it's kind of like show her versatility like yeah i'm the best athlete in the world but i'm also really stylish and really yeah. cool and, like i always always saw a little bit of her in myself just because like full transparency like we're both like really bold muscular women that like are athletes and love fashion and a lot yeah. of people don't think like Oh, you you went to you fashion. Be you can't uh, you can't be like you can't have like a certain type of energy, and still be fashionable. And like that's one of the main reasons why I think I was so gravi- like gravitated towards fashion so much because like oof, I'm taking it back a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, I have this genetic muscle disorder 
that um, a lot of people don't know about, but I don't necessarily, I'm not ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not as vocal yeah. about it. Um, like, if you ask, I'll tell you. But mm-hmm. um, right. I wasn't always, you know, like, looked at as feminine or, like, anything uh-huh. like that, especially when I was younger, because... Like, yeah, I'm a girly girl, all that, but I still am, like, really muscular yeah. and, like, always fit, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I would get called, like, buff in, like, the derogatory mm-hmm. way. Yeah, like, yeah. all this other stuff. Like, you look like a trans person. Oh, and no man. shade. Yeah. I love all the dolls. I yeah. do. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I just, it really, like, kind of made me, like, okay, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still do really love, like, sports and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, um translating that into fashion like i'm gonna find a way to be artistic express myself without y'all having to say anything because one thing you can't say is that i can't dress or or like oh she ain't she ain't that she ain't her yes i am so (laughs) that was one thing i really expressed myself through and like people be like okay i'll give it to you i'll give it to you and yeah (laughs) wow so serena williams yeah the Brents and Serena Williams. Cause she's like she anything that people say about her, she's just like. Yeah, I don't even know why people try at this point. She 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 just beats. comes back even more successful, ten times harder. Yeah, she's one of my thing. favorite athletes ever. Yeah. Did you see um? Did you see the movie King Richard? No. You gotta see it. It's about their dad. It's oh. a good movie. <laughs> see it. You should go see it. Um, sidebar. But um, <laughs> no. I, it's like once you name the those like those two influences. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it. So it's like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense because it's like you said, you know, being like sporty and fashionable yeah. and still like strong, mm-hmm. Serena Williams, and then um, like girly girl, you know, long nails, everything, like yeah. you know, everything with the brass dolls. I was like, okay, I can see the combination Just- there. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. But um, yeah, I do want to say again, thank you of for being course. a guest on the highlight reel. Um, I definitely wanted to make sure I got your perspective just as a creative, as someone that studies fashion, as a woman, mm. um, as a former athlete, just like all these different things. So it's like, I'm all glad that athletes. you were, yeah, I'm glad you were able to provide. <laughs> and, you know, as a college student as well, because yeah. um, I think it's like being in college is not weird right now, but I feel like because of. I feel like we're still kind of like people are still kind of maybe getting acclimated to college. Yeah. I think that was like an interesting, important perspective as well. So, yeah, I just want to say thank you for um, being a guest. Is there are there any last words you maybe want to give to the people of the highlight reel? Mm, any last words I want to give to the people of the highlight reel? Um, honestly, continue to like have an open mind mm-hmm. through just like anything that you go through in life. And don't be afraid to take risks, push boundaries. Um, if you don't see a, something like a space for anything, make that space, take up that space. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, Brianna, for being a guest on the Highlight Reel once again. And thank you to the listener and to the viewer of this episode of the highlight reel i hope that you were able to take something away and i hope that you can continue to use it to better your life or to enhance enhance your position in life all right well that's been your episode peace out